0: Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. We are talking with uh, the two gentlemen who are the founders of the brand new NFT studios. Uh, based out of, I'm assuming you guys, are, the studio is based in Los Angeles, or is it based in Los Angeles and in London, or or
1: what? Most, mostly in the Metaverse, actually, but we have the satellite offices, you know, in the real world, in LA and London.
0: Okay, very good. That's good for uh, a lot of filmmakers actually around the world there. So, um. Uh, I'd like for each one of you gentlemen to introduce yourselves and just give us a brief background as to your input uh into NFT studio. Sure, so, Absolutely, now now
2: playing yeah. Playing I, I well I Yeah, yeah. I I I'm mainly from the the film business itself. I've been a producer now for about uh fifteen, sixteen years and before that I was in the fashion world for a long time. But um uh, you know, been producing a few movies. Um, uh, most notably, I, I suppose, with Martin Scorsese, I've been an executive producer on three of his uh, films, and I'm currently an executive producer of the Michael Mann uh, Ferrari biopic. And then I, you know, produced a number of uh, independent movies uh, myself, off my own material. But you know, uh, I think it's about eight months ago I, I ran into Huey and, and his partners who are prolific in the NFT world and in the space of sort of Web3 and the Metaverse. And at the time, I had no knowledge of it, to be honest. Uh, and then all of a sudden, when they explained to me what it really was about. I was uh, enthused by the opportunity maybe to create a new platform for film financing, particularly on independent movies, which is suffering, of course, a lot from you know the traditional financing model these days where everybody – sort of funnels towards big Marvel products, etc. So that's my background, and that's brought me to Huey, and it's been an amazing journey uh, learning uh, about that world, that community. And so there we are.
1: Okay.
0: And to for you,
1: Uh For me, <clears throat> crypto has been a kind of um, career-long stretch for me since I graduated eight years ago. Um, you know, I've really only done anything professional in the business and, and only worked in the business, and i think you know over 2016 2017 we launched tokens and you know for the past 18 months we've launched NFT projects and like neil said when we when we met with each other i think i was super excited to meet neils because there's been an ongoing decentralization narrative within crypto and it's you know what industries can we decentralize and democratize and you know being a film lover myself like i've always wanted to do it always wanted to do it in film and when I explained this concept to Niels of having this decentralized studio slash kind of movie fund, I think he really understood it. And, you know, I think a lot of people have tried to decentralize a lot of industries in crypto and it hasn't worked or it hasn't been right, but for the movie industry in its current state, it just really works, I think.
0: Now yeah, I understand that you gentlemen made a big announcement at the recent Cannes Film Festival just a few days ago uh, about the business model of this uh, MST Studios. Uh, In layman's terms, how will this work? How does John Q. average filmmaker, how can they get in on this, and how does this work?
1: So I think we have, like, a totally open, direct democracy in the way – at the, um, so, so let me just rewind a bit, actually. So what we're setting up is something called a DAO. Um, and if you're not familiar with crypto, a DAO, the acronym stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. So if, <clears throat> if you think about the concept, it's like, very simply, it's like a company that operates as a direct democracy, right? Everyone has a say, and whatever the majority says goes ahead. So the idea, I think, for filmmakers, you know, approaching actually studios with their projects, I think they, they pitch their project to us on our socials and within our community, and then our community directly votes on what we make. Um, and, you know, beyond that, they can vote on other aspects of the movie, you know, if, if they aren't already done, like who's casting, who's composing the score, and a bunch of other creative decisions like that. So what we're, really, <clears throat> what we're really trying to do in the most simple terms is say, you know, can a community of five or 10,000 people make better decisions than four people at the top in a boardroom You know, at AM studio whatever
0: and so when will NFT studios launched uh, your first film
2: oh. well we have a film that uh, uh, Shui and myself and our other partners uh, thought would be absolutely perfect for a global audience because we wanted to make sure that this was something that would engage uh, a global a community of people that are in the NFT world and so I've been working on a script for, I suppose, the last two and a half years uh, called A Wing and a Prayer, which is a true story of uh, Brian Milton, who was an adventurer uh, that flew around the world in a bathtub with wings, essentially. And it's just a beautiful, uplifting uh, story celebrating the human spirit and with everyone around the world helping this man to achieve this wild, crazy dream of his. So. We, we we worked on this through the conventional uh, film channels uh, uh, a number of years and you know quite frankly had good offers from studios etc but not quite enough to make the movie at the ten million dollar budget level that we had in mind for this because you know we'd like to make a quality movie with good actors and good you know people around us good writers. And so for that these days, you, you know need, need to be in that level to get sort of a global appeal on something. And so we looked at all the things that we've had, and so when Huey and I and our partners, we sat down and thought, what would be an appealing movie to this? We actually identified this one. And so we worked this, and we have this movie ready to go. We have the full budget. We have it attached with uh, talent. And then Huey and his team have put up you know the mechanisms that will ensure that we can actually do this uh, NFT token drop, and most particularly interesting, the DAO, in which this is going to be a first movie of many. The DAO will actually become sort of a mini boardroom that's going to curate a whole number of movies in what we call the Kino DAO uh, going forward. But the first movie is ready to go. We're aiming to shooting December, uh, September in London and Malta and the U.S., and uh, we're excited and we're excited about being the first to actually do something at that level uh, with something uh, that is a globally commercial movie
0: now uh, i understand that the nft system will allow fans to partake and participate in the making of a future film so how does that work for the fans
1: with the NFTs, you get what's called a governance token, or you get a, uh, you, you get any amount of governance tokens, which come with the NFTs. And you basically, when it comes to a creative decision within within the studio, um, you you basically submit your token and cast your vote, and then you know whatever vote is implemented becomes reality. Um, so yeah, everyone has a say, and everyone can can contribute in that way. And, you know, whatever the consensus decides gets done.
0: And so, in other words, so so fans will kind of sort of be like investors or stockholders within a film? Is that basically how it will go?
1: Uh, No, I think, you know, originally when we launched, we got a letter from a regulator saying that we couldn't, saying that wasn't possible. And that was never really the plan, right? This was, there's a community treasury where the movie royalties come back to But we've we've recently developed an, a new system to kind of I won't say skirt around the regulation, but but figure out a way, you know, to not make it a security, and that's something called conviction voting. So the idea behind conviction voting is that if you vote for the decision that ultimately gets implemented, then you then have some access to the movie royalties. So but if you vote incorrectly or wrongly, uh, you don't get access to the royalties.
0: And so what kind of budget uh, of, of film projects are you talking about? Is there a minimum budget to start with a, a film project or what?
2: Well, we, I mean, the, the, you know, what, what, what actually traditionally in Hollywood has made movies over and over again, and this is where it gets really sort of interesting from, a community finance uh, perspective is any any movie sort of between 10 to 20 million dollars traditionally has ended up making good money for the people who own the ip or meaning the people who started the project and so we we like to sit at that level because at that level you can attract good talent with uh, you know uh, name recognition good enough that you could sell it internationally and you can ensure that you get enough people and attraction PR and so forth around the project so that it doesn't just disappear. I mean, I have a lot of great friends of mine, and God bless them. They're working on, you know, mil- one million dollar movie, half a million dollar movie, but, you know, without a name attachment, you're not going to get a sort of broad commercial global uh, success with it. That being said, we had we know that we need to operate sort of in that scale in order to get enough people excited and interested in the community that uh, Huey and his team is building around the NFT. Uh, 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 and the Dow. And so, you know, I think our, our sweet spot is that level. Uh, much beyond that, uh, you know, maybe one day we can go beyond 20 million, 25 million dollar movies, maybe. But right now, we, we want to be sort of sitting in that good soft spot. It's manageable. It's good budgets because obviously we're, we're also, you know, um, aware that we we have to live in the same distribution market and everyone else, so we, we still have to take our mu- uh, movie to Universal or Netflix or Warner Bros. or Amazon or whatever current channels of dis- distributions there are. The difference for us is that we would like to control our own destiny by owning our IP and have our token holders and our uh, interested communities uh, decide where we're going to go with this and, and how are we going to get the best uh, uh, buck for our uh, for a movie uh, going out to the market after the fact that we produced it.
0: And so uh, now that the word is out uh, thoroughly, what has been the reaction from two different camps? What's been the reaction from the independent filmmakers community, and what about the reaction from our traditional film studios in Hollywood? Should they be concerned uh, with this type of funding, or or what? Well. Uh, let me answer
2: that quite bluntly. Uh, the traditional studios in Hollywood is their own enemy because they have focused solely and exclusively on big franchises because their overheads are simply so huge right now. So in order for them to do a movie that makes sense for them, it has to be a $100 million plus. And as we've seen over the years, the quality of the movie becomes sort of the same old, same old, prefabricated, Marvel movies that where it's, we're actually watching the same movie over and over and over again, aren't we? And because yeah. it's what the algorithms tell that the audience wants to watch, that's quite tragic in my opinion. So should the studios be worried? No, I think the studios should wake up to the fact that not everyone wants to see a, a movie that is, uh, you know, done the same over and over, and you know, with an IQ level that is kind of below uh, uh, good standards. And what they've abandoned in the last 15 years, because that's how I was at Paramount and other places, are the great classics that we all love, like The Big Lebowski or, uh, or The Usual Suspects or Kramer versus Kramer, if you're old enough for that. And those kind of movies today are very, very difficult to get financed. And right now, there are tons of movies out there, tons of scripts, tons of great writers, uh, people that I know, amazing producers, amazing directors, sitting on beautiful material, that simply cannot get financing because it is too cumbersome. All the money is funneled towards the, the big Marvel stuff. So who has come to me in particular and Huey and all our team are great independent producers, great filmmakers, wishing that we would succeed from the perspective of, of, of us being able to actually do something for independent filmmakers. And so we are, our soft spot is between 10 and 12 million. That doesn't mean that we can't help uh, promote a model and a blueprint for what it would look like also if you had a $2 million movie. And we have good friends of ours, um, uh, you know, from Spain, Miguel, and other great directors, um, uh, you know, in Hollywood that are doing $1 to $2 million movies, and they're trying this as well. And they're, they're actually quite successful in getting money into their movies. And so we think there's a movement in the world right now where people actually want to see quality movies and quality material. And so, if we can finance it ourselves, I think that's the right way.
0: Well, I would absolutely love to see another version or a, a sequel to the usual suspects. I cannot ever get to make <laughs> Kaiser Sose out of my head, so please,
2: I know please. Kaiser Sose <laughs>
0: absolutely exactly uh, absolutely. Yes. uh-huh yeah yeah. Yep. Well, I got two last questions because I know you gentlemen are obviously uh very busy you're in two different countries right now so okay what should a film well, let me let me go to the last question first what's the response from the a list uh some of the a list actors and actresses out here to this type of technology for films
1: <coughs> mm-hmm. i think well, i think i mean you yeah. you, already, you already you already see a lot of them Thanks. Sorry, Uh Nils, I've got to head out, but I'll let you answer that. If that's okay.
0: Okay. Yes, you, of so course.
1: Thank you. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah.
0: No problem. yeah. No
1: worries. Uh, well, basically, what 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 I've
2: heard from friends of mine that are in that community, and even also their agents, are that uh, a lot of the great talent, even you know, big name celebrities or stars or actors, um, uh, writers, directors are struggling to get their movies made and are, are struggling to see a true back end and uh, profits to their material because if and when they get something made of that sort of usual suspect's uh, quality or anything that they want to tell a story that they are burning to tell uh, that might not necessarily be you know the, the one that gives them a ten million dollar acting check or directing check uh, you know they they actually really only had had Netflix to go to in the last Uh, Five years now we've got other players and into the uh, that game But without Netflix or without you know Amazon and now Apple Stepping into the game uh, these movies would not have been made simply. It's just the truth now But when they do and they do get made they don't actually make much You know they make a little fee here and a fee there But um, the margins are tight and if Netflix and, and Amazon doesn't get behind the movie with serious marketing dollars chances are it will drown Right. Even if you go, if you're Sandra Bullock or you are like Cooper and you bring out your own movie and it's a small movie, if if Netflix doesn't put marketing dollars behind it, uh, it could have a, a shelf life of two weeks, and then it you know goes into that big bathtub of content that they sit on. So, yeah, I mean, not to be too heavy about it, I think that's a sad thing. Right? <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. a, a Walmart of, for movies. Right? You, you know, there's too much in there, and you can't find your way around it.
0: And lastly, uh, to wrap all of this up, so say a filmmaker is listening to this interview or reads about NFT studios, and they have a script, maybe they have somewhat of a track record, it may not be, um, you know, like Martin Scorsese or someone, what should they do? Do they contact NFT studios directly? I mean, what are the basic one, two, three, first steps as to how to get their film considered for possible NFT funding? Well,
2: I mean, we are like any other studio in that regard, except we're much more democratic. So if you're a writer of some, you know, if, have you done something before, we'll look at material. Uh, if you're, of course, we like to work with gilded writers. Uh, we definitely support the guilds. Uh, but you know, even if you're not a gilded writer, like if you're a double GA writer or whatever guild in the country that you're in, if you're not and you're a brand new writer, uh, we have people that will read material. Uh, and we have, uh, a coordinator that takes in materials. She'll look at it. Or you can find our email address, uh, at, uh, nfcstudios.dev. And there you're welcome to submit it. Now, the one thing I should say, like any other studio, we are kind of reluctant to take unsolicited submissions just because of legal issues with that. But, um we will definitely have a conversation with you and you can submit, uh, synopsis. Or you can submit, you know, who you are, what you've done before. And then we'll take it into consideration, like everyone else. But at least you have a fighting chance here of getting things done that are not necessarily a Marvel thing, or not necessarily, you know, a big blockbuster. But it, and it's, yeah. you know, and then again we curate it. So at NFT Studios, we have a curating arm that, you know, reads through all the material because obviously we can't sit with 400 things and, and and so you know there there is a certain curation that we have to do. And once we have taken say 10, 12, 14. Projects we think are great, and we bring it to some talent that could take it further in terms of either acting, directing, or other talent. Uh, we would put it forward to the community in Dow and say, "Hey, here's a story about you know." I mean, we we have a tendency to like things that move the needle in a positive way, socially or economically. I mean, sort of uh, sort of uh, you know, you know, uh, culturally or in a, in a divided world, we like to material that brings the world together not further apart Uh, people in general uh, we like equality we like you know uh, equal opportunities and things like that so uh, anything that has maybe an environmental story to it or social aspect we love those that material because we think to build communities uh, things could also have a purpose or be meaningful from a sort of social or cultural perspective so we're very very attracted to that kind of product but you know, we're we're very open and uh again we'll bring it to our community and we'll let them vote on it and you know highest vote high most tokens uh will end up getting made that's our dream at least <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well lastly do you think that I know it's a bit early because this is still relatively new but do you think there will yeah. ever be a um maybe uh somewhat happy coexistence between nft studios and, and your type similar i know others will probably be opening as well similar between uh, nft funded films and traditional studios uh, a happy medium one day well, or what absolutely
2: absolutely i mean i myself right now in one of the movies uh, the, and we're a to pair and we're actually talking to a studio about them distributing this movie uh, we do not have the same distribu- distribution capa- capabilities and, the and, you know, the great skill set in terms of, you know, marketing and otherwise that the studios do have. And obviously, they provide some amazing uh, tools once we go into production and once we go into distribution. So I think definitely there's a happy medium that we can, we can have. And, and we, by all means, absolutely want to work with the streamers because at the end of the day, if our movie doesn't get to an audience, it's a movie for nobody. <laughs> so, so our, our job is also, of course, that through our community we have our own fan base and we have our own uh, community of. of so sort of each each uh, token holder is a marketing hub in itself. Uh, but we we are a market player like anyone else. And I worked myself at Paramount, and uh, my goodness, beautiful five years I had at the studio there, and I love them. But you know, I, I'm also open to the fact and the criticism the studio should take for. For just going down the road of you know big blockbuster kind of for me popcorn boring things that are just formulaic, and so if that could be a wake up call for them to go and do more usual suspects movies rather than just everybody running after the same hundred and fifty dollar two hundred million dollar big blockbusters, I think then we've achieved some achieved something right for both Hollywood and elsewhere in in making sure that you know our beautiful world of you know, filmmakers can happen and I'm for myself in Los Angeles and certainly I would love to see more people at work in LA gaffers and, you know, people are camera operators and, you know, stunts and et cetera. So, you know, I'm part of a community that I love uh, of, of filmmaking, not just talent, but also filmmaking crews. And uh, if we can give them more work that they could stay at home and not have to go to far, from places to in Bulgaria to work for tax rebates reasons in six months of the years over in uh, elsewhere, how great will that be so we are very hopeful, and I think uh with a little luck and a little more finesse we we will get it done and uh maybe in a few months we will see the outcome flourish with our proof of concept uh with we'll the first movie and if that works, which is you know we we're, we're, we're very optimistic but we're not sure it's a it's a new territory we're breaking into, and we're excited.
0: Oh, it sounds very exciting! You guys are definitely trailblazers uh, with this new technology, as far as uh, funding films. And you come back again with the usual suspects. You've won me over already. So that's
2: <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. That's a delight. Um, thank you. I mean, it's a uh, thank you for having us. And uh, you know, anytime you want to do a catch up with us, uh, we'll be very happy to provide because we're on an adventure, a journey into new territory, and. Uh, you know we need all the support and help we can get from the community because boy it's not a, not a it's not a cheap process and it's not a, a one without um, difficulties but you know we're out there and and, and I think we will do it uh, It might take a little more time, but I think we're on to something
0: <laughs> I, I agree with you give us that email address one more
2: time it's nFT studios what was it again uh, NFT dot d e v studios.dev On there, you can find links to uh, who you need to contact, who we are. You can also find us through Dal. We also have our Twitter spaces that we do quite regularly that people can follow us on. And when they go on our Twitter spaces, we have dialogues with a bunch of filmmakers. It's a great community we have there. We have them, you know, ever so often. And, you know, people can find us uh, on Twitter. Uh, We can be found on all these other social media things that I'm too old to know all of them. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we are we are out there, and uh, we can be found. And, and please, your listeners should definitely join our Twitter Spaces, particularly the ones that are filmmakers and, and interested in this space, uh, because we have some really interesting discussions, and sometimes we have hundreds of people, and everybody gets to talk and raise their hand and 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 ask questions. So please uh, come on board, and we'd love to have you.
0: Well, I really appreciate you and Huey both joining me, uh, giving me some insight uh About how NFT works as far as fil- uh, financing films is concerned is fascinating. I'm going to have to get more more uh, educated on this because this obviously it's not the wave of the future. It is already here. So, yeah,
2: exactly. You already- know, I'm. I'm a little bit of of an older generation. I had three teenage children that could thankfully educate me about NFTs. But yes, it's a new world that is already here. And I actually forgot it really late. And I now realize how huge it is. And I think we all need to just get on board with the new generation and how they want to you know, finance things and decide what they're going to watch. And uh, they picked uh, a middle-aged producer from Hollywood to sort of join them. And I'm really thrilled. I mean, I'm... I'm in my fifties, and I'm working with kids and people that are in their twenties and early thirties and that are teaching me things that I've never known and Chewy and his team in London and elsewhere they're just amazing and it's a new generation that it wants to make a difference, and I'm embracing it and uh <laughs> getting on the train with them you know oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm loving do. it and
0: I'm getting on the train too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to run and hitch a ride with <laughs> guy <as>
2: well. <laughs> You're very welcome on our train. And you know what? When we're on our train, we're going to go and watch the usual suspect again and see if Kaiser Sose might be on the train.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I would just probably pass out if I saw next Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And uh, maybe a yeah. you
1: know,
0: yeah. uh, red carpet event happens uh, for your person. Yes. I would love to be come over to L.A. or London or both to, to join you guys in the celebration
2: anywhere, and you're more than welcome, and I'll I'll keep the red carpet rolled out for you as well. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.
0: Same here, and my thanks to both of you and Huey, and also for Gabriella for organizing everything. Thank you guys so much for your time.
2: Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. Very elegant. Thank you for your show. Thank you very much. All right.
0: Bye-bye.
2: Thanks. (laughs) Bye-bye.